you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ and Bucky back with you. Buck, how you doing, man? Great. I'm great. One step closer to the preseason, really kicking off in, in earnest. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we had the Hall of Fame game last week. Now everything gets growing here. Uh, the season is just beginning, and we have a full slate of preseason games this weekend, which we're going to have you covered uh, with our three episodes a week. So we'll be recapping these games, talking about some of these breakout players. Uh, a lot of stuff we want to get to today, though, Buck. We've got some kind of breaking news uh, as we've got this morning going here. Two big storylines we're going to get to in just a moment. We're also uh, going to get a chance to talk about some some guys we can't wait to watch in the preseason, some breakout candidates, and even going to mix in a little uh, dark horse Super Bowl contenders here. Are you ready to roll, man? Oh, I mean, I do like that. Let's do it. All right, let's start with a couple newsy items that just happened. Um, the first one, man, you hate to see this, but Makai Becton, it looks like he's probably going to miss the season, Buck. Serious knee injury. is same leg as the other injury, but it's a little different. Uh, this time. So you hate to see that. I know much was made about, is he going to be the left tackle, the right tackle? They announced right at the beginning, Coach Sala, he was going to be the right tackle, George Fant on the left, getting himself back into shape. We know when he's healthy and on the field, he can be a dominant player. 
Uh, but unfortunately, it's going to be two years in a row where he pretty much misses the whole season, Buck. Yeah, really unfortunate. Uh, it's unfortunate for the Jets. It's unfortunate for Becton. Uh, for the Jets, it certainly impacts their quarterback, their franchise quarterback, because no matter what we thought, eventually Makai Becton was going to work his way into the lineup. Uh, high-end player, a player that had a lot of expectations and hopes in terms of helping to rebuild this offensive line. So now he's not available. And then for Makai Becton, you talk about for the second year in a row, he's going to miss significant time. And as we think about being a, a, a franchise player, a pillar for the, the or the foundational piece for this rebuilding project, he hasn't been there. And so you just wonder when you're the Jets, how long before you have to really think about moving on in terms of, hey, we love the player, but it's been unfortunate. We have to at some point have someone that can be a cornerstone player at that position. Uh, look, man, not what anyone who works in the team wants to see. And hopefully he can have a full recovery and come back and be the player that we thought he could be when he was coming out of Louisville. Well, this brings up interesting scouting nugget, though. Uh, when you look at a guy like Elijah Vera Tucker, who had played tackle and who had played guard um, at mm -hmm. USC, you have somebody like that. Look, you can, you know, it might sign Dwayne Brown as we're recording this. Maybe as you're listening to it or watching it, they already have that done. But that that's an option. You go get a veteran guy. Um, you drafted somebody in Max Mitchell, who's kind of a swing tackle um, out of Louisiana. Can you can he plug in there as a rookie? Maybe it's a little early for him. But those are options. The other thing you got to remember, when you get a guy that's versatile, that's played both. Elijah Vera Tucker, if, you're, if your next best lineman is an interior guy, you can always kick Vera Tucker out there to right tackle. So in, in scouting, when you're in those meetings, Buck, and you're talking about a guy having four and five position flexibility, it's, it's for things like this. It absolutely is for, for situations like this. And that's why we love guys who play multiple positions, particularly on the offensive line. And as we think about the composition of the offensive line, you want to think about the first eight. In that first eight, meaning the starting five and the three backups, those backups need to have some flexibility when it comes to being able to play multiple spots. Because in instances like this, that versatility allows you to put the best five on the field. So Elijah Vera Tucker becomes a very valuable piece because maybe you have that conversation with him. Are you more comfortable playing inside like you're doing now? Do you have the ability to go outside? Let's see what it looks like. Who's the next person up better, an interior player than an outside player? All of those conversations will ultimately determine the decision that you make when it comes to putting the best five out there when you have the season opener. Yeah, I think about it from a quarterback standpoint. I, I would probably prefer to have Vera Tucker stay at guard, and then I'm rock solid up the middle with him and Lakin Tomlinson as your two guards, um, McGovern in the center spot. You, you feel like you're pretty solid in, inside. Mm -hmm. You can help out a right tackle. There's only probably three to five you know, solid right tackles Elite. in this league. Almost every team yeah. has, to, has to cover up for that guy. Uh, I, I'd rather account for a little bit of an issue there than to have an issue inside. You get beat inside, it's over. So uh, I would imagine Barrett Tucker probably going to stay inside and hope that one of these other guys, maybe it's Dwayne Brown, uh, that comes in and solves that problem. We're going to get some more Jets here in just a little bit. Another uh, newsy item, Roquan Smith, the Bears, in an a organization searching for some positive news, not getting it here. Um, arguably their best defensive player, one of the best linebackers in football. He's been looking for a contract extension. They aren't close. And now he comes out today in the Notes app, by the way. nice, Nicely done in the Notes app uh, on his iPhone. Uh, he's requested a trade. Your thoughts on that one? Well, my thoughts are, man uh... – it's that delicate balance when you're a new regime coming coming in. Uh, you want to take hard line stances because you're trying to establish the culture. 
You're trying to establish the culture in every form and aspect of the organization from how we perform on the field, how we get go about our business in the offseason, how we deal with contract snafus and situations. And this is Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus taking a hard line stance on how they want to get it done. Now, what you don't want to happen is one of your best players you have to move on from because it doesn't fit with how you're doing business. But at the end of the day, if you're the Bears and this is a rebuilding project, sometimes there can be some casualties. You don't want it to be one of your best defenders, but if you can't get on the same page with him, you move on, you, you look, you, you take it to the studs, and then you build it back up. That's the choice that Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus have to make. Yeah, I don't think I'm I'm uh, I'm granting this request if I'm the Bears. You know, hopefully they come to a to a reasonable uh, conclusion to this thing, get a contract that everybody's happy with. But you know, you're starting off new regime. You can make a case. Oh, you trade him, you get some draft capital, kind of get this rebuild going. I I feel like this team needs some positivity. You you need some goodness. You think yeah. about Eberflus and his defense. The importance of that linebacker position and what's asked of them. Think about obviously uh, the artist formerly known as Darius Leonard, Shaq Leonard, uh, his importance there with that Colts team. Roquan Smith can do a lot of those types of things, and I just don't think you're going to get fair value for an off the ball linebacker. You know, if you auction him off to the rest of the league, I, I don't know that there's a, a big track record of parting with high picks for off the ball linebackers. So I don't think you're going to get the value you want if you want to go that route. No, I don't think you get a value. And you're, you're really taking a, a, a valuable, in my mind, a valuable chess piece that should have been a perfect fit for this defense. Uh, we talk about Shaquille Leonard and what he was able to do for the Colts and how they were able to play as an off-the-ball linebacker running and chasing and making a bunch of plays. There's no reason why Roquan Smith shouldn't have been able to line up in that same position and make a ton of plays. Um, look, man, this is posturing and all this other stuff. At the end of the day, though, Something has to be made. And if the Bears don't want to, they don't have to because the holdout and trade requests, all that stuff is in the Bears' favor. All the punitive yeah. stuff, the the money that you get, he has to show up and play. And so you would like to negotiate and try and get a thing done that works for both sides. But at the end of the day, Roquan Smith has the option of either playing for the Bears or sitting out and losing a ton of money. Man, we said with the Bears, you know, all offseason, this is about getting a chance to evaluate your young quarterback in Justin Fields. Now, they don't have a lot of weapons around him on the perimeter, on offense. And now, if you traded Roquan Smith, you're not getting anything that's going to help you this year. You're getting future picks. So now, not only do we don't have all the pieces offensively, I'm going to weaken the defense. So he's going to be chasing even more points than he would have been otherwise. It's it's a tough spot for a young quarterback to be in. So, look, maybe it happens. I know some people have... have throwing Brandon Staley and the Chargers out there because of his history with Roquan Smith. Maybe that's something they would do. I mean, they've got the whole Derwin James contract they've got to get figured out. I can't imagine they're going to take on Roquan Smith and, and try and get that contract paid when we still have to take care of Derwin. Um, I, I just don't see that one happening. I mean, it'd be a great fit, you know, scheme-wise and, and plug right in there with Drew Tranquil. I just I, – I think they've got other priorities at this point in time with the Chargers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it would be a great fit, but I, I, I don't think this is one that – that can happen. And so, look, we got a couple of weeks uh, before we have to get to business when it comes to playing football in the regular season opening. Hopefully before that time, they can meet, they can reach an agreement on whatever it is going to be. New contract coming in, how they're going to handle the next few years, all that. But something has to something has to happen before we get to the regular season. All right, Buck, let's talk some uh, breakout candidates here. Guys we're looking at in the preseason that I think are going to generate some buzz. And I'm not just talking about media buzz. I'm talking about our buddies in the personnel departments around the league. We're always in contact. 
And you know those texts are coming. You're gonna you're gonna see that text about mm-hmm. whoa, I was a little low on that guy, or uh, this guy uh, jumped off the screen. Who do you like? Uh, let's go to the AFC West. You already alluded to. Uh, we're gonna go to that division because it's loaded. But the Kansas City Chiefs. All the conversation around the Chiefs has been about Tyreek Hill and what the Kansas City Chiefs offense is going to do without an explosive playmaker like Tyreek Hill. Well, we talked about it leading up to the draft. Scott Moore is a guy that is terrific with the ball in his hands. He not only is terrific as a catch-and-run specialist, he can take the top off the defense. He can do so many things on the perimeter that he, to me, is a natural fit to slide into that spot. I know they have Miko Hartman, but I think with a strong preseason, Scott Moore is going to earn a ton of opportunities to touch the rock and be a big part of this offense. You know, one of the things I think about the Chiefs in that offense, you mentioned Sky Moore, and we talk about what they lost with some of that speed and explosiveness with Tyreek Hill. You know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling can give you some of the vertical stretch. He doesn't have all the change of direction explosiveness. Nobody does. The Tyreek Hill does. But one area I think they'll be better uh, when you talk about Sky Moore and Juju Smith-Schuster, these are tackle breakers, Buck. So oh, yeah. you get the ball in their hands. They're going to challenge your secondary. You get those guys on the ground. They're not easy tackles. No, they're certainly not easy uh, to bring down. And when we think about this game, and everyone wants to know, how is this offense going to change? DJ, I think you kind of gave us a little peek at what's going to happen. More of those quick rhythm throws, more of those short crossing routes where guys are running across the field horizontally breaking tackles, picking up gains. I don't think it'll be the vertical offense that we've seen in the past, but I believe they can be just as effective because I still believe this is a fast offense and fast guys in space can give people problems if you take bad angles. Team switched. You saw it last year, right? Everybody played too high against Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to keep the ball in front. So I think that Brett Veach and Andy Reid got together and said, okay, if they're going to keep everything in front, we need guys that can do stuff with the ball in their hands after the catch. If we're not going to be able to play over the top, if we've got to play underneath, let's yeah. stress the defense. Let's challenge the defense and, and get some guys that are tough to bring down. I think they've done that. I, I like your pick there of Sky Moore as somebody to watch there uh, in the preseason. Also, real quick before we move on to mine, brings me to your point that you mentioned with your time in Green Bay and always pursuing guys with return value and return skills because yeah. of the importance yeah. of run after catch. Obviously, you were there with Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid certainly understands that and values that. And you look at the guys that we're talking about, all of them have some kind of return experience. I think the only one that I don't know for sure who has that is MVS. But Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Scott Moore, Miko Harmon, all those guys are terrific with the ball in their hands. I believe this offense is going to be a little more quick rhythm, get the ball out, look for the running backs to be involved in the screen game. But I do expect Scott Moore after the preseason to be one of the guys that we're talking about being a big part of this offense in 2022. All right, you want offense. I'm going to go defense. I'm going to go to the Dallas Cowboys, and we talked about him before, uh, but Sam Williams oh, is an edge rusher. Randy Gregory's gone. Somebody's going to have to fill that void. We've kind of speculated, okay, maybe Micah Parsons gets a little more work off the edge. I know Dan Quinn said there's going to be some games where, yeah, they're going to cut Micah Parsons loose and, and let him do that for an entire game. But Sam Williams is going to give them the flexibility to keep Micah off the ball because he's such a dynamic rusher. And we talked about it, had some off-the-field issues. That's why he fell in the draft. But I don't know that either one of us are surprised with all of the uh, all the notoriety he's getting during training camp, all the buzz that he's creating. This guy is a nightmare, Buck. We saw him in a couple All-Star games, and uh, he's going to be a problem, especially when you have so much attention going to the other side. So much attention. And what I love about the pick, Sam Williams' first-step quickness, his explosiveness, 
only enhances the speed that we already see on this Dallas Cowboys defense. Um, he is one of the guys to keep an eye on because he could be that next guy that you look up and he has 10 sacks on his rookie season because he is so terrific coming off the ball. And you have an opportunity, him, and you bring Anthony Barr in, Michael Parsons. You have all these stand-up, move-around guys who have athleticism and playmaking ability. This defense, they, they have a pieces that are really intriguing and I like, and they need this defense to play because offensively it appears that they've taken a step back. Yeah, and we'll see what that looks like for the Dallas Cowboys as preseason gets underway. I'm looking forward to their joint practices with the Chargers. Those would be uh, those would be fun to watch with all the talent on those two rosters. We were out there uh, at the Chargers just the other day. If you missed that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it as we got a chance to visit with some of their top players as well as their general manager, Tom Telesco. All right, we hit on a couple rookies. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and hit on some more rookies that we are stoked to watch here in the preseason. We'll be back right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal. 
and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. All right, Buck, this is the time where we get to see these rookies on NFL field for the first time. It's it's equally thrilling and scary, right? When you've evaluated these guys, you think you know what you're going to get. Uh, sometimes you're pleasantly surprised, and sometimes it's a little bit of bury your head under your pillow and cry yourself to sleep because they don't look good. Uh, but give me a rookie that you are fired up to watch here in the preseason. Uh, in all of the practice clips, Derek Stingley appears to be the guy that we saw his freshman season. He looks like a monster on the perimeter. When you see him playing one-on-one and just the ability to shadow in space, to be able to stab and rock with receivers at the line of scrimmage, he's displaying all of that already for the Houston Texans. But now I want to see, can he take what he's already impressed us with on the practice field? Can he put it on tape in games? Because if he does that in the preseason – we now will have a better understanding of why Lovey Smith was like, this is the to have to be a cornerstone for this defensive project. He's talented, but man, I just want to see if it's real. Yeah. I mean, look, we've always said it through the draft process. If you get the best version of Derek Stingley, you might get the best player in the entire draft. He's got that type of ability. And it sounds like from the practice reports he's delivered. So I'm excited to see that one. Uh, he was the first corner taken in the draft. The guy that was right behind him is going to be on my list. And that's uh, sauce Gardner to me with the jets. Wait, hold on. Wait a second. Stingley went before he went before Sauce, right? Refresh my memory, Buck. Yeah, he did. He went three. He, he went, went three. three. Sauce went four. And Sauce went four. I might start losing my mind. I just want to make sure I'm not giving you anything that's not factually correct here. Uh, but I'm looking forward to watching all these Jets rookies. <laughs> There's four of them. Three first round picks, high second round pick. Sauce Gardner, the first one up. The corner, the length, um, the competitiveness. Wasn't challenged a lot at Cincinnati. Uh, he's going to get challenged. I think that starts here in the preseason. I think he's got some good work. Uh, working against Elijah Moore and, and and all the talented receivers they have with the Jets. I'm going to get to one of them here in just a second. But, Buck, getting a chance to see Ahmad Sauce Gardner, I, I'm anxious to see that length and that size and how well it plays. Yeah, I, I'm anxious to see it too because it's so different in terms of their style of play. But in Sauce Gardner, you're getting a long, rangy corner, a guy who appears to be a perfect fit in this defense based on the success that we saw with the likes of Richard Sherman and some of the other long players that play in this defense. This guy is long. He has great ball skills. He's tough. He's tenacious when it comes to his approach. I love everything about Sauce Gardner, so I'm really excited to see him play as well. Yeah, I feel like I cheated, right? You only got to use one name, and I said Jets top four picks. So it's a four-to-one swap. So I'm going to cede the floor to you on Garrett Wilson. I'm fired up to see him. What are you looking forward to seeing with the former Buckeye? <laughs> well, with Garrett Wilson is the route running ability. and How quickly can he become the number one receiver? Elijah Moore is out there on the outside. Corey Davis is another guy. But can Garrett Wilson supplant those guys and become – Zach Wilson's best friend in the passing game, terrific route runner, big-time playmaker. We've talked about it over and over and over again. The guys that are popping in this league are the guys that are terrific in terms of being able to use their skill and talent and technique as route runners to create separation consistently. He has all the tools in the toolbox to be a next guy, the next guy to really pop and explode at this level. 
He can go play above the rim, too. I mean, I think that's something we saw throughout his time there at Ohio State. So that ability to go up and get it for his young quarterback and Zach Wilson, uh, that'll be big. The third first-rounder, Jermaine Johnson. I went back and was looking through my notes, Buck. This was my ninth overall player. Think about where they got him, trading back up into the bottom of the first round. Speed to power, he checks those boxes. We saw him at the Senior Bowl. Nobody had an answer for him there on the practice field, Buck. But this is uh, this is somebody with Carl Lawson healthy on the other side. You look at the depth that they have, everything I've been told from guys that have been out there with the Jets, this is the deepest D-line group they've had in a very long time. Keep everybody fresh. Jermaine Johnson, that speed to power is going to be a problem. Yeah, speed to power is going to be a problem. And remember this, Robert Sala was the D coordinator of San Francisco when San Francisco could just bring him in in waves. Pass rush, rushing forward, knocking you around. Jermaine Johnson is a guy who has the talent to be able to do so. We saw last year at Florida State, he dominated and took over games at times. If he can just kind of give the Jets some of that to go with the rest of the guys that they have up front, yeah, the Jets' defense will improve and it'll improve in a hurry with Johnson making contributions at the line of scrimmage. All right, that fourth high pick, top of the second round, they come and they get Brees Hall running back out of Iowa State. Thought he was the best back in the draft. That was kind of a debate, right? It was a, it was a, it's a two-man race there uh, when you think about Brees Hall. But, Buck, I, I, I love Michael Carter. I love his game. I think Brees Hall is going to be the bell cow, and I'm talking this year, like right now. Yeah, man, he's kind of funny because this would be a bad word for New York Jets fans, but his patience is eerily similar to Levian Bell in the hole. Young this Lev. Guy is young, early Lev. Young Levian. Yeah, young Lev, not old Lev, not boxing Levian Bell. <laughs> young Levian Bell that was able to be RB1 wide receiver too. Brees Hall is outstanding, catching the ball out the backfield, can run between the tackles. There's a lot to love about his game. And then we think about having a combination of Brees Hall, Michael Carter, behind Zach Wilson with the young guys outside and develop quickly. This core can be a problem in the AFC East for a long time. Yeah, there's still holes in that jet, jet roster. They're not complete. But man, that skill position group compared to what they were a couple of years ago to where they are now, it is a very, very talented group. Can't wait to watch those guys in the preseason again. Uh, be sure to stay with us here on Move the Sticks as we go through the preseason because we're going to have everything covered for you. The buzz we're hearing, talking to buddies around the league, what we see with our own two eyes. Uh, Buck's going to be out at Jags. I'm going to be out at Chargers. we got Chargers-Rams this week. Jags, who do the Jags have? Cleveland? Is that who they got? Cleveland. We get to see maybe the Deshaun Watson debut with his new team, get a chance to see him, get some preseason action since we won't see him for parts of the regular season. We know that. So it should be fun. It should be a great uh, opportunity to see how good the Browns are, how good they could be with number four in the mix, but also to see kind of where the backwards are. Also, can Trevon Walker pick where he left off that Hall of Fame game? It was really exciting to watch him in flashes. Let's see if he can put another solid performance together. Yeah, you're going to see a team there in Cleveland that you know has Super Bowl aspirations, a very talented roster. I'm going to see the Chargers play the team who won the Super Bowl last year in the Rams. All right, Buck, it's uh, it's never too early, right? If we're going to talk Super Bowl, I know we've played all of one preseason game, but I think it's fun to kind of look at that team, maybe that's uh, you know just below that top tier that people think have a chance to to chase a title here. So I've got mine. I know you've got yours. Can I lead us off here? Yeah, go ahead. I saw them talking about this on Good Morning Football the other day, and uh, they were laughing about, remember you know, that flashback when Jimmy Garoppolo threw like five picks in a row at training camp practice, and people wondered how in the world the 49ers are going to get a first down. And that year they went on to be in the yeah. Super Bowl, actually had a lead in the Super Bowl, couldn't oh. close it. And you've, you've seen some of these reports about Trey Lance. Oh, you know, he missed this throw, he missed that throw. 
what mm-hmm. people what people maybe on the outside I don't know what they're giving full appreciation to. This is one of the best defenses in the NFL. With from everything I've been told from people who've been making all the rounds, that Nick Bosa is in. You know, he's always been in great shape, and he's uh, he's since he stepped in the league, he's been one of the most dominant players. But he's on another another planet right now. Um, so with the defensive talent they have. I don't get carried away about Trey Lance missing a throw here or there. This is going to be an explosive offense. You're going to add his legs into the mix, which is going to make the run game go. And I think he's going to have time to grow into this. Don't get carried away game one, two, three, four. You're going to see Trey Lance get better and better. And I think this is a team, Buck, all they need is a ticket to the tournament with a pass rush and and the ability to run the football and Trey Lance getting better as the year goes along. I'm going to take the 49ers as my dark horse Super Bowl contender. Ooh, look at that. Look at you stepping out on the wild side. There are a lot um, there are a lot of things that give the Niners a chance to be that team that you're talking about as a dark horse contender. One, their defense is outstanding up front. Nick Bosa is a one-man wrecking crew. But then you think about the other guys that he's playing around at the line of scrimmage, that helps. D'Amico Ryans has also shown an ability to really muddy the game up for opponents. So I like the Niners. The big thing is when you play good defense and you can run – it gives you a chance. But now the X factor is Trey Lance's ability to add a dimension to the offense, whether as a runner or as a deep ball passer. If he can just find his way, and I don't think he needs to be a level. If he finds his way to be a solid, consistent quarterback, uh, this offense has a chance to go from good to great with him at the helm. Yeah, I think about Fred Warner and all those other pieces on that defensive front, man. Uh, in that front seven, they've they've got a they've got a talented group and they get after you. So look, it's not an easy division, um, but I I think it's com- it's kind of compelling that we both are picking dark horse contenders and we both land on the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going. I don't, I don't know if you had an opportunity to see TA, but I made my artistic debut. And so I, I went. I, I and saw I, that. I drew a little. It's thing better than I could do. Florida, better than I could do. I mean, it, so I'm going with the Saints. I'm going with the Saints as a team to watch as a dark horse contender because number one, defensively, they're terrific. Dennis Allen has done a great job of really assembling a defense, and they create problems too. I think offensively, they've really upgraded the weapons on the game. And so Jameis Winston has a plethora of uh, playmakers to throw to Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry. Uh, you think about Chris Olave coming over. You always have Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield. That is a problem. They can stretch you so many different ways. Um, it's going to be problematic for a defensive coordinator to come up with a plan to do it. But then I think maybe the most important reason why they can emerge as a dark horse contender, they have no fear. They have no fear of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be one of the teams that you have to knock off on the way to the Super Bowl. The New Orleans Saints have dominated this series since Tom Brady has been there, particularly in the regular season. That 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 lack of fear, that lack of not being spooked by the boogeyman TB12, that gives them a chance when they get into the tournament to go far. I like the Saints. I like how they're how they're looking at how they're positioned heading into the season. Yeah, that's one of the more bizarre things. The Bucs can't beat them. They beat them in the postseason, but outside of that, they have not been able to yeah. beat the Saints uh with no, Tom Brady. That's so crazy. You know, when I look at when I look at that group, and to me, I think Michael Thomas is a key. You know, if they get him back mm-hmm. and healthy and he's what we remember him being, that just adds a whole nother element because we talk about number one wideouts, third down red zone. You know where the ball's going. You can't do anything about it. And when Michael Thomas is healthy and he's right, that's that's what he is. Um, everybody in the stadium can know where the ball's going. You can't do anything about it. Um, so that's going to be a key element for them going forward. But uh, I, I think it's interesting. We both go NFC. 
because AFC, I feel like there's dang, you know, nine, ten teams that are legit Super Bowl contenders. So a little bit easier fight to get there on the NFC side this year. Yeah, this year is different. The AFC is loaded. It's loaded with quarterback play. Uh, it's loaded with pass rushers on that side. The NFC is a little different. So doesn't doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me that you picked the Niners. I go with the Saints. And I'm not, not surprised at all that they came from the NFC as dark horses. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a musical question here, real quick, as we get ready to wrap this up. Oh, um, okay. So right. I like music. I've got. I was trying to find stuff to put on the. Uh, on the shelves, right? So we just moved. I'm just getting stuff out of boxes. I still got a lot of, a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. But one of the additions, which yeah. I've got some comments on, is the globe. So that globe, people think, oh, you know, you so, got a globe for your office. It's my, it, it was like literally my son, who's now 14. And he's like, I can't have this globe in my room anymore. So he outgrew the globe, but not me. No, I bring in the globe. Uh, the globe has a, its resting place. Uh, is it right here? Am I looking to rest? Yeah, right there. Yeah, so right there. every time I see the globe, Buck, I think about the old song. Do you remember the song? I've been around the world and I, 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 and I, I yeah, yeah. who sings that oh, song? So I'll give you, I'll give hold on. I'll give you, I'll give you 20 bucks. You tell me there's no way you have this club in your bag. Who sings that song? You got no shot. You know the song though. God, I can't. Remember. You don't know who it. There's that? zero chance you got I, this. Lisa Stansfield. Lisa Stansfield. Oh, I, never I think Kleinman, I never I think Kleinman b- behind the glass was, maybe had a shot at that. I was racking my brain. Like, who? Yeah. No. I was off on that. Yeah, no, there's play. no way. There's nobody nobody else back there. Golly, Nabil. I mean, Nabil wasn't even a thought in his mother's mind at that point in time when this song came out. So that's uh, – he's not going to know that one. But anyways, that's all right. We'll get you, we'll get you an a easier uh, music question on the next move to six, which we have coming up because we got three episodes a week. We're in the middle of the season. We're rolling here. Um, so you'll have uh, us to listen to and watch. And you can find us digitally, by the way. Nabil, jump in my ear and tell me where people can uh, find the show visually. Um, if they're just listening to the pod right here, where can they find these? We got – so NFL YouTube, NFL.com, and the NFL Plus app, right? Or just the NFL app where you've got access to everything on there. So if you want to watch the show – in the NFL Fast Channel. Okay, there's another option. So if you want to see this oh, globe and some man, empty shelves, yeah, yeah, we got you covered. Um, all right, that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate you guys hanging with us. We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 